Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Julia Light Podcast here, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, um, I'm feeling pretty good right now, man. I'm feeling really, really good. I feel strong, man. I feel real strong, man. If you're a warrior, you're a warrior, man. Shout out to all my warriors out there, man. Shout out to all my Australians. I'll shout out to all my Germans. I'll shout out to all the people that listen to this podcast. Everybody, man. I'm just going to tell you right now, today's topic, <laughs> supply chain in trouble. Where's your head at? <laughs> Supply chain is in trouble. It's the real. Oh, we're gonna give you the real today. <laughs> but anyway, so that that's 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 that. So today's topic is going to be supply chain. That's right. Supply chain. Supply chain is in serious. Serious, serious, serious trouble. I mean, real serious trouble, ladies and gentlemen. And I, I and I, and I hate to bring be the bearer of bad news. I, I really am. I'm, I really hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I'm going to really be honest, and I'm going to be real when I say this. As a whole, it's go, it, it is going to be very, 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 very hard for America to recover. And, I, I, and and when I say that, I'm 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 not being uh, I'm not being trying to be a smart ass or, or um, try to get that word out, but I can't get the word. I, I already know uh, I already know the top of my head, but I just can't get it out right now. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it happens to all of us. But again, I'm not trying to be a smart ass. I'm not trying to be uh, trying to be holier and down when I say this. But I'm gonna tell you this, guys. People are not paying attention, and that's the problem. People are not paying attention to what's going on in the supply chain. I personally do believe people walk around just walk, just just to walk. I I I, I truly do believe that. You you're not gonna sit up here and tell me, right? You're not gonna sit up here and tell me that I'm really paying attention, and you're really not. You're not paying attention. You you you're really not paying. You're really not paying attention. To what's really going on out here. You're really not. You're really not paying attention. These these store shelves are getting empty. They can't even. And here's the thing. People are buying at record numbers. The supply is here. But what's the problem? Why are these store shelves still empty? There's not enough drivers to drive these trucks. And and you, and you say, well, damn! I mean, these truckers make a hundred thousand dollars a year, and, and and blah blah blah. Why is that not enough? Because because of COVID. See, if you want to destroy the economy, right? If you really want to destroy the economy, you got to destroy it from the inside out. You you can't just say, okay, we're done. We're we're done with the dollar. We're done with the dollar. Period. And we're gonna do a whole new currency. You'll start a civil war here. Here in America, you'll start a civil civil war. So, what do you do? Okay, COVID's here. All right, let's 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 have a shutdown. Okay, that was under Trump. We had a shutdown. Um, and, and here in Georgia, it really wasn't that much of a shutdown. It was maybe two months, maybe. I I think I think Georgia started shut down around I think April. Going into May, 
of last year. By the time June and July came around, Atlanta was back to being Atlanta again. Georgia was back to being Georgia again. Now, I'm just telling you the truth. And, 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 and these states are starting to see the bullshit for what it is. They see the COVID bullshit that, they are, that, that they're playing. They're playing this COVID bullshit. They're playing it. They're playing it so beautifully that truckers don't even want to get on the damn road no more. And that's the problem. We got a bunch of scared motherfuckers out here don't want to work. But before we get to, to all that, um, let's go to D1. People don't want that real. People don't want that real here on the Judah Life podcast. Um, you know, I, I just try to you know, spread, you know, good music and good positivity. Um, 
all around, you know, all around in this whole situation. Uh, let, let me let me go ahead and take a look at some things here because I'm I'm really gonna be honest with you. We're heading into a abyss, and what I mean by abyss, the true abyss is is down beneath the the the, the water in the in in, in, in the ocean. Um. Uh, but what I mean by what we head into a best is that we see police officers being fired for not taking the COVID vaccine. I, I, I really want you guys to really catch on to what's going on. See, why everybody's out here, oh, I'm vaccinated, things back to normal, and I put a mask on, I'm good. You're not good. You're not. You're not good. Things are, and I was talking to a family member. I said, man, we better go through some shit. And everybody's still crying. And everybody's still in shock, including myself, about my wife passing away. Rest in peace, Reese. But to be honest with you, my wife's in back laughing. Like she, she's like, I'm in a better place. You guys are going through shit. You guys are gonna go through this shit. The Chicago mayor, well, her gas. And this is why I tell, and, 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 and when I say about the homosexual community, I, I mean literally, I'm, I, I don't bite my tongue for nobody. I don't bite my tongue for nobody. When I say nobody, I literally do mean nobody. I don't bite my tongue for shit. Go fuck yourself. You cannot trust a homosexual running your city. That's just the truth. They don't even know what they want personally in sexual in, in, in sex. She's a woman. She should want a man. She's a, she's, she's a homosexual. And so when, when you look at things like that, and Pete Bullivich, he's he's the he's the uh, um, the head of, of of the transportation um, department for the United States Department of of of, 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 of transportation. Um, you got all these homosexuals running things in this country, and I'm telling you, you can't even trust them. They were sent by Satan. That's just the truth. But when people look at what's going on today, people say, oh, people vaccinated and, and, and I, I hopefully people get vaccinated we get back to normal. There is no more normal. There is no more normal. 2019 was the last year normal. Uh, even 2019 really wasn't that normal. But 2019 is the, is the normal. We'll never get back to that, to that state ever again. The United States is trying to ruin its economy. They are trying to ruin the economy. They know people are leaving their jobs because of this COVID vaccine. They know it. There was an ER doctor, and I saw this on YouTube. Um, an ER doctor was fired for, for not taking the COVID vaccine. Man, are you serious? These are doctors. These are nurses. These are police officers. These are the people that are helping the community. Well, supposedly helping the community. Please, please never help the community. Especially the black community, but we'll move on. But these are the people that's supposed to be helping the community. And they're firing them? They are trying on purpose to ruin this economy. And if you don't see that, you're an idiot. If you don't see that, you're a plain everyday idiot. I mean, it's it's just it's just crazy, and then you got people 
4.3 million people quit their job. They didn't find a job. They quit it. What did, what did I tell you? What did I really tell you? I mean, it, it, it just gets to a point where you, you, you got to start opening your eyes, man. You got to open your eyes. Stop thinking about the damn bag and some and, and some coochie and and, and, and and this, that, and the third. Stop thinking like that. You're running around here acting like that. It's just crazy to me. People still blinded. And people still running to go get this damn vaccine. Let, let, let me ask the people the question. And I'm sorry for, for a little short pause. I was reading something on, 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 on my email. But let me just ask the people the question, right? If the ER doctor is refusing to take the vaccine, if the police officers are refusing to take the vaccine, if you got... People that are in the nursing field refusing to take the vaccine. Should that make you think, damn, these people, firefighters, people that that work for the government, that works for the synagogues, that work for the devils, that work for Satan, if they refuse to take the vaccine, why are you taking it? Because you're scared of death. And so that, and, and, and like I said on the, on the on the last podcast, a lot of you guys. Did a lot of dirt. Did a lot of dirt. A lot. A lot of dirt. And you think for one moment, you really think for one moment that it's safe and effective. Whew, man, please. Out of 350 million plus Americans, 275 to 300 is going to fall to their death. Now I'm now I'm I'm just here to tell you that. They're going to fall to their death. Because they want to be safe. They want to be safe. They want to comply. And they want things to go back to normal. You're going to be the first one that's going to go. This is this is no more. Of just complying. This is real shit. Okay? So let's, let's go to the news. A man was, amb was ambushed by the U.S. Marshals at his hotel room after being mistaken for the missing guy who killed that girl, um, Gabby. He looks just like that guy. I swear he looks just like him. Damn, he got a twin. Damn, he got a twin. For real, for real. But that man, that man out the country. I mean, and, and, and his mom and dad know where he's at. That's, come on. Australian state... Um, could fire more than 40 police officers um, for refusing the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, come on, seriously. This is in Australia. Shout out to my Australians. I love you guys. You guys are just the motherfucking bomb.com, man. 
You show me love and you fight it. You, you, you are really fighting out here, man. You fight, man. And I love that shit, man. I wish some people in America would fight just as hard as you guys. But anyway. Um, Christopher Steele, ABC interview slammed by an ex-Trump official. He's no James Bond. Uh, let me tell you, let me tell you something right now. Republican, Democrat, doesn't matter. They all full of shit. Anyway, move on. North Korea tests its first submarine launch missile in two years. Let me let me say this right here. And I'm about to go to the next story too. See. I don't I don't know what America think a lot of these, a lot of these Americans are just arrogant as fuck they are North Korea been want to smoke with the United States that's just the truth but that forced democracy in the Constitution protecting these white people in these foreign lands when this shit hits the fan in America you're going to start seeing a lot of foreign leaders start to team up. You're going to start seeing them teaming up. Hey, this is our chance to get America back. That's just the truth. Anyway, Haiti kidnapped gang, kidnapped gang, six seventeen million million rental for adopted American missionary. Do you think they're going to pay $17 million to them niggas? And let me say this. Let me say this right here. First of all, shout out to Haiti, um, uh, the first uh, black independent nation. Shouts to y'all, man. Y'all doing y'all thing, man. I know that it's hard right now. That 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 um these synagogues are just killing you with natural disasters, earthquakes, assassinations. The infrastructure is just fucked up out there in Haiti. But I'm gonna tell you something. These Haitians are tired of Americans shitting on them. That's just the truth. And I'm gonna tell you this, and I'm gonna say this, and this may be a very unpopular, um. Uh, opinion. I don't give a fuck if it's unpopular or not. You can go fuck yourself. I'm telling you this flat out. Those missionaries was going over there to kidnap babies and to have sex with young children. Now I'm telling you this out of my own mouth because I have read and I have done research. Okay. This ain't the first time a bunch of missionaries from America come that go down to Haiti. For one. In the the best country in the world, that as they as, as America would say, the best country in the whole wide world. Why would you go to a third third world shithole like Haiti? Like you, and it, this is what white people say. This is what white people say. And this ain't nothing. I, I say I love I, I I love the Haitians. I I, I love Haiti. You know, I love the DR. I love I, you know. Shout out to, to to that island, man. Hope y'all can get along. Finally get along, man. This ain't about black or Latino. This is this this this, this is about white supremacy, man. And y'all need to get together. Y'all on the same fucking island, share the same damn resources. That's just truth. But a lot of these white missionaries go down to Haiti and kidnap kids and adopt them and bring them back to America and use them as slaves. That's what they do. And you think that the Haitians are that fucking stupid that you gonna think that people gonna keep coming, coming to their country, keep coming in, keep coming in, keep coming in, keep coming in. It's it's just crazy. Wow, I want to I want to read this story right here. This, this is this is and, and you know Yashkara says something. Yashkara says something uh, about this, and he said this is going this this was going to start happening. Oh, this is in Philly. 
Oh Lord, not 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 the city. Sparta transit police. Wow. This is this is this is bananas. So um a man was charged raping a woman on a commuter train outside Philly, harassed her for more than forty minutes while multiple people held up their phones, seeming to record the assault without um without uh, without doing anything authorities said. Um more than two dozen Train stops passed as the man harassed, roped, and even raped the woman. The police chief said. See, let me tell you something. Yashkara said said this a, a a little while ago. And sometimes when people say certain things, you got to remember. He said it's going to be a time when you're going to see women and babies getting raped, right? For and, and nobody's going to do nothing. All they're going to do is record. All they're going to do is fucking record. That's all they're going to do. <sighs> Damn! Wow. I, I mean, it, it's 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 just it's it's just. Uh, I'm telling you, society today is fucked up, man. It's just, it's just fucking fucked up. It's just fucked up. Period. It's just fucked up. Uh, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, just, it's just crazy to me. But anyway, um, let's take a look at some video. Let's, let's go to this video right here. And this is, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's, see. let's go to ABC News. I know they're a bunch of fucking liars too. This is um six. This is uh, well. Let, 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 okay, I'm sorry. Let's go. Cause I saw this one. Now I saw this one uh, live. This is CBS Sunday morning. What's behind the supply chain breakdowns? Let's go listen to that. They they didn't have a work from home option. From Tonka trucks for Christmas to furniture for the living room to delays of all kinds of products from around the world. Blame it on the supply chain. So what's going on here? Sounds like a question for David Pogue. We start off in here. Come on in. We're going to need a case of lemons, so let's hope that they got lemons tomorrow. Life's not giving lemons to Tony Pertessis, who owns and runs the Southport Diner in Connecticut. And not just lemons. You order Heinz, it's not here. I order Gatorade. It took weeks to get Gatorade. The waitress will come out and say, I don't know where the whipped butter is. I'll call my distributor and say, what happened to the whipped butter? They'll say, oh, we're out of stock till next week. And when he can get his hands on supplies, he pays a lot more for them. Used to buy bacon for two forty a pound. It spiked up to $6. But how are we supposed to sell bacon when it's costing us so much money? You've probably noticed something weird going on with the supply chain, too. Suddenly, you just can't buy the stuff you want. Book publishers are having trouble getting paper. Car companies can't buy computer chips. Builders are having trouble getting lumber. Container ships in port are waiting for days to be unloaded. And everybody's back to hoarding toilet paper. But here's what's strange about these shortages. There's actually a glut of goods entering the country. And chances are, whatever you're waiting for is somewhere in boxes like these. One of these containers can hold 10,000 pairs of sneakers, 200 queen-size mattresses, 70 giant flat-screen TVs. So 95% of consumer goods come into the United States in these very containers. Beth Rooney is the deputy director of the Port Department of the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey. Those big container ships, how many of these are they carrying? Anywhere between nine and 16,000 of these boxes at a time. 
in this pile is how many? A couple hundred. <laughs> She's in a perfect position to explain the first part of the supply chain crisis. As the pandemic hit various parts of the globe, factories overseas shut down. When production... See? Now, 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 let's stop right there. When the COVID-19 situation happened, that was very, very true. A lot of factories, a lot of companies shut down immediately. You don't think that's a ripple effect going on into... See, let me tell you something. A lot of these companies make stuff for future sales, for future shipments. But if you shut down for two or three months, guess what? That's two or three months of stuff not getting out. So now it's catching up to this year. It began to ramp up. We then saw a significant increase in cargo volume. We are all seeing about a 30% increase in our cargo activity year over year. Even better, or worse, the holidays are coming. Of course, we're also experiencing Christmas. So if the goods are not here in the port by mid-September, they're generally not on the shelves for Christmas. Okay, so if there's no shortage of goods, then where's the shortage? The underlying cause of all of this is actually a huge increase in demand. Yossi Sheffi is the director of MIT's Center for Transportation and Logistics. And yes, that's a container in his office hallway. People did not spend during the pandemic, and then all the government help came. Trillions of dollars went to household, so they order stuff. They order more and more stuff. And the, the whole global markets were not ready for this. So wait, there's plenty of goods and plenty of people who want to buy them. So where's the problem? Here's a hint. Trucks. I think our drivers are heroes. Uh, they, they didn't have a work from home option, right? <laughs> and so the country needed food, the country needed cleaning supplies, the country needed medicine. They really kept this whole country moving. Mark Rourke is the president and CEO of Schneider, the country's third largest trucking and logistics company. I order something, comes to America on a container ship. Can you outline the steps to get it to my door? Well, the first thing we have to do is get that international box off the vessel into the port. And then we need a trucker to come into that port and bring that generally to another warehouse. And then we need another driver to come in and then move that across the country or wherever its destination is, a distribution center. And it sounds like truckers are sort of key to all of that. Just about everything that you touch or everything you buy or consume has been at one point or another on a truck, for sure. But the national labor shortage plays a role in the supply chain crisis too, especially when it comes to truck drivers. How short are we of what we would need to handle this huge swell? Well, for every order Schneider is accepting today, we could do one more than we can. So you've got half the person power you, you really could use. I could use right now, absolutely. So there's our problem, an unbelievably perfect storm. A huge wave of stuff coming into the country, a huge wave of people who want to buy it, and a- But again, let's talk about the truckers. They are heroes. I, 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 I run a trucking company. Okay? They are heroes. But the problem is, is that when you continue to push fear, when you continue to push fear, I'm going to say this one more time, one more again for the people in the back. When you continue to push fear, this is what happens. People don't want to go out and drive a truck no more. People don't want to go out and deliver goods no more. 
They don't want to do that. What they want to do is work from home. Everybody can't work from home. And this is the problem. Move on. The hopelessly overwhelmed transportation system that wasn't ready for either one. Now, let me do the Oreos. Back at his diner, Tony Pertessis is busy keeping his customers happy and waiting for the supply chain nightmare to end. Is this a minor inconvenience or is it like a losing sleep situation? Listen, I've lost sleep a lot. As long as I try my best, I go out fighting, there's nothing I can do. That's all up to God. But MIT's Yossi Sheffy thinks that there may be light at the end of the tunnel. When are things gonna be normal again? I would say without government intervention, it will be at the end of the second quarter next year, but the prices will still be high. And maybe we'll emerge with some wisdom too. We're getting so used to the plenty that we kind of lose perspective. And if you didn't get the right color of sneakers and your son or daughter doesn't have the exact brand and they have to get another brand, live with it. It's not the end of the world, maybe even good for you. And now you've learned about the supply chain. And See, I, I'm, I'm, and I'm gonna say this, and that's very, very true. The man said at the end of the day, stop giving your children all this damn Jordans and all the other crap. That's just the truth. But, I, and, and when I say this, I'm not trying to be facetious. That, that was the word I was trying to say earlier. Uh, I'm not trying to be smart or anything like that. When I say this, I mean literally. The reason why there's not enough truckers out here is because of the COVID situation. If if you have a CDL, let, 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 let's just say that if you have a CDL, you can work for any company. You can work, you can work for any trucking company out here. You have a CDL, right? And there's a COVID crisis going on. Are you going to be willing to go out there? Are you going to be willing to go out there and say, yeah? No matter what, I got to do my job. You don't have people like that no more. You don't. You don't have people like that no more that's built like that. I run two businesses and I'm still out on the road. I'm going to say that one more again. I'm currently running two businesses and I'm still out on the road delivering goods. I'm still out there. And that's the problem. People want to work remote. Everybody wants to work remote. And I'm saying this. Yes, working remote is great. Working remote is the new wave. And it absolutely is. But everybody can't work remote. Everybody cannot work from home. If you're a truck driver, be a truck driver. That's what you're good at. If you can work good from, from, work, from, uh, from remote, work from remote. That's what you're good at. Everybody wants the same thing. Everybody wants $200,000 a year. Everybody wants to work from home. Everybody wants this comfort. There is no such thing as comfort. There's no such thing as safe. I mean, it, 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 it is just crazy. And, 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 and then, then you, 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 you look at the, the government. I'm talking about Biden and, and Harris and the, and the rest of these clowns. Because that's what they are. They're clowns. And you're sitting there like, really? You guys not really not doing anything? It's set up by design that way. It's set up by design. 
It's literally set up by design. And 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 and, and, and I'm I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave this alone, right? Wait till the shit really hits the fan. People are already hoarding toilet paper again. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it, 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 is, it is absolutely ridiculous, but it's the truth. It really is. It is ridiculous that we have to go through this, but it's the truth. We're going through it. When the shit hits the fan, I'm telling you, people gonna be like, man, I never seen anything like this in my life. I know. And people like myself who have been called conspiracy theorists, man, where you getting this stuff from? Man, you man, you crazy, man. Ha ha ha. Everything's a fucking joke. Everything's everything's funny. Until you can't eat. Everything's a fucking joke until you can't eat. I'm just keeping it real with you. That's all. Anyway, so we're about to. I'm about to be done with this show. Um, it is 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 just a, a little snippet. Supply chains and serious trouble. Okay, and as a person who runs the trucking company, we're we're fine. We're fine right now, but I'm watching, and you gotta watch. You gotta watch these markets. Now the banking industry is gonna, is gonna come. It's gonna come back. Now, now watch. Watch something gonna happen to these banks. Watch something happen to these banks. Oh, well, uh, there's, there's a major glitch that happened. A major glitch that happened, and now people can't get their money. It, it, the the money, money's completely shut out. We can't even. We don't even know who 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 has what in their accounts anymore. Watch. And you putting three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars in there. Why? Anyway, so. Rest in peace to my wife, Lashanta Sanders. Right, I love her. I always will love you. Rest in peace. Um, shout out to all the people that listen to this podcast. Hope you get something. Hope you're getting something out of this. I mean, I really, I really do. I hope you're really getting something out of this because people will listen and still won't catch on, and that's the sad part. That's really the sad part out of all this. The sad part is, is that people are really not going to catch on. People really not gonna pay. Uh, 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 people really not gonna pay. People are really gonna pay attention. They're not gonna pay attention. They're not. They really think that they shit don't stink. They really think that. They really think that they know it all. They got they they have they have everything under control. They know it all, and I'm telling you, you don't know it all. You better. Get your head out your ass and get your head in the game. Now I'm just being I'm just being real. Now if you want to if you want to take offense to what I said, okay, then whatever. You can go screw yourself. But I, I I'm I'm telling you, things are about to get real out here, and you better be prepared for it. Go get go get some go get some 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 some, uh, some toilet paper. Go get yourself some, some. Go get yourself a generator. 
Go get you a generator. Go get some de de dehydrated foods. Go get you some water. These are the stuff that we're going to need. Do you understand? The stuff that we're going to need. This country is about to go to shit. And people really don't see it. They really don't. They really don't get it. They really don't see what's about to happen. They think that they put a, they took a vaccine and everything's going to be right back to normal. Boy, you're so damn stupid. And what's what's so crazy is at the end of the day is that I'm 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 just this, this mind boggling because I I just start seeing people thinking that everything's gonna be all right again. You believe in this government. You believe in pedophile Joe. You believe in pedophile Kamala. You believe in these motherfuckers. You believe in them. You believe people in the white coats. You believe that the fucky. You believe something um Gupta whose brotherhood. You believe these assholes. And that's what that's what that's gonna be your fault. That you believed in them. I'm gonna play one more video just from PBS um, News Hour. This is only nine minutes and eight, eight seconds long. Um, the pandemic pushed millions of U.S. workers to join the Great Recession. The U.S. jobs report, report for September showed COVID continues to disrupt the labor market. The government employment was far lower than expected. One key reason back-to-school hiring in public schools was lower than usual. But the report also underscores other... Yeah, when, 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 you, when, you making, when, you, when you're making these teachers take the COVID vaccine, that's what's going to happen. Move on. ...complications in the labor market. The unemployment rate fell to 4.8%. But that was due in part to people leaving the labor force altogether. Job openings are at... People working remote starting their own businesses. Move on. ...a record high and wages increased again last month as companies tried to attract new employees. More than 25 million people quit their jobs in the first seven months of this year, and it is now being called the Great Resignation. Our business and economics correspondent Paul Solomon explains. We don't want to do this anymore. They just didn't care about me anymore. I'm done. I am not working here anymore. I don't feel safe. Workers like these are quitting their jobs at the highest rate in 20 years. Because for many of us, the pandemic has prompted a professional reassessment. So says Harvard Business School's Sidal Neely. We cannot underestimate the extent to which people have experienced such stress, such anxiety, and a ton of burnout in the last 18, 19 months. That is also driving their interest to say, I don't want this lifestyle as it is. I want to change it. Georgetown University's Brooks Holtam has long studied worker turnover. Periodically, people experience shocks that cause them to reconsider how work fits with the rest of their life. All of us for the past 18 months have experienced one of these shocks. As Microsoft futurist and slipper fan Desmond Dickerson told us back in the spring, 40% of the global workforce intends to leave their job in this coming year. 
has, and ever so many have, led by millennials. In the last year, the rate at which workers ages 30 to 45 resigned rose by over 20%. Some of the hardest hit sectors, healthcare and tech. The specific reasons, first and foremost perhaps, burnout. Your staffing is at an all-time low. The morale is at an all-time low. Um, it's, it's traumatic, it's stressful, we're at a breaking point. Kalina Surma quit her job as a patient care director at a New York City hospital in August. It's so distressing. You come to work and you have a skeleton crew and they can't get time off. They can barely even get a lunch break. They come to you asking for, you know, something and you have nothing to offer them. They feel so undervalued. It's, it's hard. It's, it's, it's a tough time. Across the country. Well, see, I'm going to say this here and I'm going to get back to this video. When... When you've been told a lie, go to college, go to college, get, get a good paying job. This is the stuff that, 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 that people been lied to. Go get that white, that, that white house on a, on a white picket fence. Dude, this is a lie that people been, people been taught. Go get that nice Mercedes Benz. Man, live your American dream. Man, you live an American dream, bro. Man, please, you live an American nightmare. You are a slave. You will continue to be a slave until you say, I don't want to be a slave no more. The millennials from 8 to 30 to 45, they, like they said, they are leaving and working remote. Country, the nursing shortage has become acute. There was a point where we could not hire uh, nurses who were below in a bachelor's degree. Now, uh, just recently, they opened it up to nurses with an associate's degree. So there's, there's a desperation there. The virus had other frontline workers on edge as well. When the COVID-19 pandemic hit, it just kind of crystallized a lot of the ways that they don't care about employee safety. Sam Weston used to work at the front desk of a hotel in Superior, Wisconsin. I actually took the initiative to place signs around the hotel lobby saying, wear a mask, hey, keep a six foot distance. And my hotel management specifically tore those signs down and directly told me not to put those kinds of signs up because it would cause a panic. Nancy Pacinic Johnson was a librarian on Long Island, New York. My job was no longer totally focused on librarianship. I started to feel like I was a mom every single day. Pull your mask up, pull your mask up. Oh, I don't want to wear a mask. Well, I'm sorry, you can't come into the library without a mask on. A related reason for quitting, lousy employer treatment for lousy pay. Alicia Bowen made twelve fifty an hour as a commercial cleaner in Ohio. Anytime I had a, a family emergency, I was treated horribly. For example, my husband passed away in 2015, and I called and said that I needed a, a week off, and they told me how inconvenient it was and that it wasn't going to work out. But it was just years and years of abuse and mistreatment. The shutdown was the last straw. I had no backup work, nothing. Um, I, my hours were cut in half. I felt like this wasn't fair to me. I've been working really hard for these people, sacrificing, and I quit. Oscar Garcia was a teacher in El Paso, Texas. Teaching online pushed him over the edge too. You spend less time teaching in the room and more time documenting contacts with parents, uh, helping students, technical issues. And in hybrid, it became worse because you are now in the room with some students, but some students are still at home. I was so tired. <laughs> You're going to hear that a lot from 
teachers how exhausting it is. For Chicago area data analyst Ricardo Martinez, the crunch came from company demands while he worked from home. I've got one kid crying over here, another kid that's running by and just wants attention. And then an inflexible supervisor asked why he couldn't make an impromptu online meeting. And they're like, are you working? I don't understand. It like accelerated, accentuated all of the, of the feelings I had from before about how work-life balance worked at my work. Like many other millennials, Martinez reassessed his priorities and resigned. The quarter icon of one. So did Minneapolis area digital marketer Mark Sen. Most of my friends are preferring to work remote and, and have seen kind of a shift in the, that mentality. Librarian Johnson and her husband, a paramedic, decided to quit their jobs earlier than planned for a new life on a farm in upstate New York. We've both been career people for our entire adult lives, and it just got to be too much. But now a question you may be asking. How can so many people afford to resign? Sam Weston is living off savings as he pursues writing and a freelance career in filmmaking. I've been investing actually in cryptocurrency a little bit, um, and that's been increasing uh, the amount of runway that I have. Seems like a risky way to <laughs> stay afloat. It is risky, but it's better than working for somebody else who doesn't care for your health and well-being and who won't give you a leg up to actually do something that feels meaningful. See, I'm going to tell you something. Guys like this right here, man, I'm going to be real. They're looking to be safe. They want to be safe. They want to be safe, 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 safe. They're not going to be safe. They're going to be the, one of the first ones to get up out of here. Anyway, I'll let you, uh, I'm going to play the rest of this video, and then um, we'll, we'll, we'll end it after that. And if and when he returns to the workforce, Weston will be in a stronger position than before. At the end of July, there were a record 10.9 million job openings. It's an employee's labor market, says Harvard Sidal Neely. People have options. And because they have options, their demands and their interests and their tolerance for things that are not aligned with their values on how they want to live their lives, they're going to leave and they're going to look for it elsewhere. Tech worker Mark Sen got a job right away, but like quite a few resigners, he also has entrepreneurial ambitions. My new role has given me opportunities to work on my startup, make more money, and it's full-time remote, so I'm able to be at home and, and really invest in my home space. Data analyst Ricardo Martinez simply found a better fit. I wound up finding a company that said, we understand family comes first. And I, I was able to uh, make a little bit more money as well, but I was not really financially motivated. Nursing supervisor Kalina Surma. I resigned for a better position in pay and seemingly a better situation with staffing and everything. More control that I'll have over that. Cleaner Alicia Bowen's sister hooked her up with a much better gig. She works for a bank, and they had a cleaning position open at paying $4 more an hour with the 401k benefits, and I don't have to drive my car. So I think what I did by quitting kind of did myself a favor big time. How come you didn't ask your sister about other possibilities earlier? I, I really don't know. I was scared that I wouldn't qualify for anything else or scared that it wouldn't work out. I get stuck in this. I feel like I don't deserve any better. And I do. And in a reopened economy, employers now scramble to find workers. Their challenge, 
a labor force that no longer accepts business as usual. <sighs> you know what you're worth. You know what you're worth. Okay? You don't have to take crap from anybody. That's what people are really saying. So employers are going to have to really start treating employees with respect. But again, this is intentional. This is what's going on. And the government itself is doing this on purpose. So I'm, I'm just going. I'm just going to be honest. You're going to have to really realize, hey, it's either my health or their their benefit or, or, or their profits. You're going to have to do. And guess what? The same way they started a company and they started a business and they hired you, you can start a company, you can start a business, and you can start hiring people. See, people, people. See, let me tell you something. There's something that these news people are not going to tell you. People are leaving their jobs to start businesses. It's an entrepreneurial market. They kind of halfway said it, but they didn't really say it fully. So anyway, guys, um, I'm about to get up out of here, man. I am so blessed to have you guys. Um, listen to me. So blessed that you guys are, are are willing to continue to 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 be 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 blessed by these words that I'm saying. Okay, the economy is changing. Change with it. One love, peace and blessings.